Hello and welcome back to the Fitness Fee podcast and this morning I have a guest with me that I've had on before um, so I'm going to welcome back Hazel. Hi Hazel, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks, how are you? Good, good, cool. So Hazel has been on the podcast before and I'm trying to think now what we actually talked about last time. I think it was, was it about mums and holidays and school holidays yeah. and things, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was like how to manage things when the kids are on. I think we were at summer holiday at that stage, was it? And yes. just how to navigate training and diet and nutrition and all that stuff while yeah. the kids are. And there's no routine. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, And also, um, Hazel is now a coach on JSA as well, James Smith Academy. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm loving it. Uh, so you can always find her over there any James Smith uh, members that uh, are listening um, so today we're going to talk about um, something a bit different that I don't I haven't really spoken a lot about on the podcast because we tend to do a lot of mindset work but we're going to talk about training today and particularly resistance training like weightlifting um, getting in the gym and doing something a bit more than cardio because um I don't know about you uh Hazel but I come across this quite a lot with women who are quite against getting in the gym getting in the free weights area moving away from solely focusing on cardio um because they're scared that if they start lifting weights then they're going to end up being bulky looking manly getting too big um I'm sure you've come across this as well yeah definitely and like I mean as well I think people even if they do go to weights then I find a lot of women just wanting to lift the lighter weights for loads of reps and I mean not only is that really not effective it's so time consuming as well Mm -hmm. if you're doing like 30 odd reps to feel that boring I think that people are after as well yeah so time consuming and ineffective really yeah yeah so I totally understand where we're you know women are coming from because there's this um it's been in the media and it's probably been you know what women are kind of like led to believe that they want this toned look so when most people say what what are their goals they're like well I want to tone up well toning up is actually building muscle and losing some body fat at the same time. That is what it technically means if you really want to break it down. So to get that toned look, you are going to have to lift weights um, and probably step outside your comfort zone as well. Um, yeah, and they're like, and I know that's tough. And I know even now, I know it's getting better, but I actually was only talking to a client this morning who was saying they find them parts of the gym a bit intimidating because I think even still now there is just a lot of men in that area. So you can see, mm. like you said, you can see where that comes from because even now when you step in a gym, you go to the free weights area, you go to the squat racks and it is all bulky men. But then the thing is, is, it's really hard for a woman, even if you really wanted to get bulky, like it's actually really hard. I wish it was as easy yeah. as women thought it was because I've tried, mm. you know, and it takes a lot of effort and a lot of intensity with training to just even get a little bit of muscle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I can see where it comes from, even by just looking around the gym at the people who are in those areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I think first of all, we should obviously list list the um the benefits of doing some kind of resistant training, especially for women, because that's what we're kind of like talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like reel off a couple here. So obviously, the one of the first and the biggest ones that I think that women particularly need to be aware of is that it increases your bone density uh, and your strength and re- reduces the risk of osteoporosis and like breaks and fractures as you get older. Because especially women, as we get older, um, we lose our hormones which can then result in an increased risk of osteoporosis um you know fractures falling over uh breaking hips uh, and bones so if you're in the gym and doing everything that you can before then then you're making your bones stronger as well as increasing that muscle uh, muscle strength as well yeah and that's it and i mean i have this morning I was listening to something and I said like how you treat your body now dictates how you'll feel in the future so by like you said doing all this stuff now it's not only kind of add years to your life but the quality of life when you're older and especially for women I don't know the exact percentage but it is much higher in older women for um hip fractures in particular mm-hmm. and okay even a hip fracture is bad enough but then it can go down the line of where surgery is complicated. You have them complications and you have to start making these decisions. Do you even want that surgery or do you want to just have this poor quality of life? So I know and some people will say, well, when should I start? Or if I, is it too late to start? And it's like, no, now. Mm. <laughs> okay, 10 years ago would have been great, but if not, now. Because yeah, you yeah. can still make progress now. Yeah, I mean, it's you kind of forget the simple things that you take for granted, I think, because you, you get so wrapped up in where you are in the moment of your life. It is hard yeah. to think about, like, how am I going to feel when I'm 60? Or because, you know, I mean, I'm like nearly 15 now. And when I was yeah. in my 20s, getting to this age was like the last thing I was thinking about. That won't happen to me. <laughs> so it's like, you do forget and you think, well, when I want, when I am that age, I want to be able to like bend down and pick up something off the floor and not be limited because, because of things that I could have done and I chose not to when, yeah, you know, in my earlier life. And it is really hard to see that bigger picture. But I think if you can, like you say, start today, uh, start now, then you are only going to be making things so much easier in the long run. Um yeah and I think it's like it is hard to see the benefits in something that doesn't give you that immediate reward I mean it's it's like when you bring it back even to diet and exercise like people don't see the benefits of not having the takeaway because say the reward is in the future like months away whereas if they eat it now they'll feel good now so it's isn't it that thing of like delayed gratification yeah yeah Yeah. so and I know it's hard and then I mean even harder because you're talking like 30 40 50 years in the future of a good quality of life but it is so so worth it and I think I think as well because it's just not spoke about enough isn't it not Mm. like how much more it affects women Mm. I mean if anything women should be strength training more than men because this doesn't affect men as much when they age like their hormones don't go crazy like ours you know Mm. so if anything it's it's more important for women and it's it's 
seeing more of as a manly thing and it should be I think it should be more us owning that gym we have more yeah. right to be there <laughs> yeah so, so some of the other benefits obviously is is increased muscle uh strength and endurance by lifting weights uh you mm. also increases your BMR so if you don't know what that is that's your basic 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 metabolic rate okay so that's how many calories you need to consume to function at your very basic level without even getting out of bed okay so by doing weights you can actually increase that uh which means that you need you can have more hang on i'm going to confuse myself here now yeah your calories will go up so say if now at the moment without weight training your bmr is i don't know say 1200 calories with a continual weight training, resistance training, that could increase to say 1,400 calories. I mean, I'm talking about over a long period of time. I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight, but that's yeah. obviously that's an advantage because then over time, that means you can eat more to, to reach your goals, whatever your goals are, if it's fat loss or if it's to you know maintain, then you can maintain your calories at a much higher level than if you're not doing weight training. Yeah, exactly. And I think people always go for cardio because they think you know oh, it burns more calories I'll just do more running more cycling whatever it is but I think like the second the second you step off that treadmill you stop burning calories whereas like you said with the when you're lifting weights you have you have got that that extra after you know what I mean mm-hmm. and 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 then the thing obviously with cardio is well I don't know about about you but I know if I go for a run then I'm starving mm. for the day so even though you might be bored and all those calories in effect sometimes you can end up eating them and more after yeah. and I, I don't think weights do well for me personally weights don't do the same thing that cardio does to me when it comes to hunger I think it's because people get like they're confused don't they they're thinking that in order for me to achieve fat loss I need to be doing cardio and therefore it burns more calories than what weight training does i mean if you if Mm. you put your fitness tracker on and you like you go and do uh, a weight training session you nine times out of ten you will burn way less than if you went on the treadmill for the same amount of time say for instance okay i mean we yeah. all, we know that fitness trackers are are like very very inaccurate they're not a good um way to look at what how many calories you've burned because it's uh it's not the best way to go for fat loss um but it's it's the effect of doing the weight training that can spur you on in other things to help with your weight loss because you're going to be you're, you're going to be uh you can improve your bmr you're going to feel better about yourself your posture might be better um you're going to have a better mood uh there's so many other things that can have a knock on effect which can then help towards your weight loss journey as well exactly and it's i mean we have to do so many things like we were only talking before we came on like with cleaning and you're probably carrying children and unpacking these giant car seats in and out of cars weight training makes all that stuff much easier and you're quicker at it and you're like you know you're more agile and it just again when it comes to quality of life it, it can make it better and I definitely think posture is a, is a big one I had a client who um she walked nine to five at a laptop all day and was having awful like 
upper back you know from from hunching over so we we put a lot of like pull exercises that pull down rows all that type of stuff and after literally like four weeks she could feel the benefits when she was sitting at her laptop she said she could she nearly automatically felt her shoulder blades sitting mm. into that good place not getting that strain when she came off the laptop so it does I think it definitely spills into so many other areas or like um you know the way they say I don't know well I had c-sections so you know you, you sometimes then you can end up going the other way and pushing your chest out and getting that whereas chest presses then can help even all that type of thing out with posture and any pains you're getting um so again yeah the, the quality of life there yeah definitely I mean it's it's a really good I mean I can understand how people they can find it very intimidating a lot of women find going into the free weights area intimidating and I totally get that um because it can be especially if you're very new to it you've not tried it before you're feeling outside your comfort zone you're thinking, well, I don't even know what I'm doing. Everybody's watching me. People are going to start like, you know, laughing at me. Or maybe you've got a bit of background where you've been bullied because of like the shape and the size you are. And you think, well, I'm putting myself out there and making myself really uncomfortable and somebody's going to like notice. It is really hard. And, you know, there are things that you can do to help. Like, you know, one of the first things I would say is, Ask somebody, ask an instructor. Most gyms these days have PTs or instructors that are there to show you how to use the kit. If you're not sure, like, am I doing something right or am I doing it wrong? Um, ask them to demonstrate how to use the machine, like cable machines. Are like A lot of people are incredibly afraid of a cable machine because it can do so many things with like they are a bit of a minefield <laughs> yeah you're like how the hell am I meant to do this with like two cables um but it's one of those things that like once you know you kind you know. of know and then it then it's like oh yeah like that they made that look so easy how did I not like you know get it to work and you know I even myself sometimes if I go into a gym that in isn't my normal gym and yeah. then, like, you know you're looking around like where's this or where's that and like you know you just end up wandering around like well that my gym hasn't got that and it looks a bit different from this so it's like you know everybody is doing their own thing um but asking for help and maybe also if you're using uh, a training program on an app if your coach has an app or whatever then nine times out of ten they will have video demonstrations so i would advise to check it out before you even go in the gym when you yeah. know when you're at the, you know you're sat at home in the comfort of your home you've got a cup of tea and you think right okay I'm gonna go training tomorrow I'm gonna have a look and see what I've got to do so you're like well I haven't done that before I'm gonna like and, you know you can always research on YouTube and stuff have a look and like understand what you know how the move works what you're gonna need to get like if do you need to get an attachment like a tricep push down do you yeah. need a rope or is it a bar um, and then you, if you've got the knowledge and the power, you're going to feel much more confident about walking into there going, okay, I know I'm going to use that cable machine. I know I need to find uh, the rope because I'm doing a tricep push down. Now I'm going to go and look for it. Um, yeah. I even say to like some clients, if, the, if they're brand new, totally new, just started a gym for the first couple of days, even say two days of the week, just go get on a treadmill or a cross trainer or something that gives you a good view of the gym mm. and just scope the place out. Look at everyone else, see what they're doing, 
see what how they're using the equipment, what exercises they're doing, where they're finding the equipment. Mm. You know, start off doing the things you know how to do. But even during rest periods, look around, see what other people are doing. And then the more you go, the more you're in that environment, you will get more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe even going at a quieter time as well. That always yeah. helps. Because if you go at like you know, after tea, six o'clock, when all the kids are in there, well, kids, are six, <laughs> I mean, like younger people. <laughs> yeah. Um, it it can teenagers. be intimidating and they're all there on their phones or chatting and whatever else it is. Yeah. Um, so go at a time when you know it's like, it is a quieter. And even if it just means you go for 20 minutes. Yeah. Then you feel like, you know, you've achieved something. You, you've you've learned something new that day and you know that you can go back and feel confidence going, yeah, I know I did that. And I can do that again and then just keep building it on there. Um, I mean, there, there are so many benefits from doing weight training, um, not only for the health wise side of things, what the benefits you can get from that, but also in your, your own self. I mean, confidence, feeling stronger about that your body look. image, you know, uh, inside and outside the gym as well. Mm. Yeah, because and that like we were saying with the with the toned look, that 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 is what you will have to do. If that is really the look you're after, you do have to lose fat, but you, you have to build that muscle and these are the things you have to do. So if, if that is your goal, you'll have to get used to some form of resistance training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause a lot of people focus on the the fat loss, which is the calorie deficit, and then the cardio. But what can tend to happen is that um, you'll find it, this, this uh, it's thrown around a bit, this uh, terminology, which is they call it skinny fat, where mm. you, can't, you go, you look skinny, but you still feel you've got some weight to lose. And that's because you've lost muscle along with fat as well, because you're not continuing to build up that muscle while you're in a fat loss phase, because all you're doing is focusing on, moving as much as you can including like and hammering out the cardio and not touching the weights as well yeah like cardio and abs and like I'm like I'm guilty of it that's that's what I did at the start I remember like after having kids wanting my flat stomach and (laughs) just doing loads of cardio and doing 100 sit-ups a night every night wondering and waking up the next morning and checking and being like no no abs yet yeah when like and nothing got me now I don't have abs now but I have I have at stages and the only thing that got me there was doing weights in the gym because I was using my core in nearly every single exercise I was doing so Mm -hmm. that was the only thing that built me a strong core as well because I know that that's what a lot of women are after is having abs and stuff and you know, building their glutes and having a perkier bum. Um, and that's, they're all the things you need to do if that's yeah. what you want. Yeah, rather than these, like, uh, you see them on Instagram, don't you, like the endless uh, band workouts and stuff like that, which they're all great. You know, something is better than Yeah. Nothing, but it's not going to get you to reach your goal. I mean, it's like you, you see these people on the step machine, Stairmasters or whatever, and they're doing, like, kicking the leg, their feet back yeah, the, the leg things out the behind because they think that that's going to grow their glutes it's not because one thing that we haven't talked about is progressive overload and that is where yeah. 
you're going to get the shape and the the body shape changes and the toning that women uh, want to gain from, which is progressively overloading your muscles to make them bigger. But again, people are afraid, women tend to be afraid as soon as you mention bigger, they're like, well, I don't want to look like Kim Kardashian or I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. That, That is like, unless that is your goal, it's not going to happen by lifting some weights and doing some resistance work. Yeah, I wish it was that easy (laughs) to just, that's what I was saying. I wish it was as easy to build muscle as women think. And um, just just in case people don't know what progressive overload is, that's where each each session you go in, you're getting stronger by either adding more weight, preferably, or reps or sets, but what I love about progressive overload and strength training is it's not time consuming. Mm. So, you know, I would much rather do six to eight reps at a heavier weight than spending ages doing 20 reps at a lighter weight, then taking your rest, then doing another 20. It's much quicker. You can get in and out of the gym. I never spend any more than about 40 minutes in the no. gym. Um, you can get in and out by just increasing your weight and doing less reps yeah because if, if you're like a busy mom anyway and you're limited mm. on time the last thing that you want to be doing is going and training in the gym for like a solid hour like doing yeah. a weight training session whatever and like you say going like doing high reps like 15 to 20 reps for like uh you know multiple sets on every exercise because it just takes so long i mean my i'm That's so boring I do like maximum, my sessions are like 45 minutes maximum. And then I'm like, okay, this is like taking too long. I need to be in and out there, have an effective training session and get it done so that I can carry on doing everything else that I need to do in a day. Um, Definitely. And you're more concentrated then. I think when you have a good short session, you're really focused on the lift. When you're lifting heavier too, Mm. I think everything has to be switched on. You can't let your, like for me anyway, like my mind doesn't just wander off Mm. because I'm so focused on getting that really heavy weight up, keeping the form, you know, keeping the core strong. Whereas I remember when I, like that I used to do classes or the high rep stuff, I was just going through the motion. My mind yeah. was wandering. It was taking ages. It was boring. Whereas yeah. just now I'm like in, out, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It gets boring, doesn't it? Because you don't, you're just, you know, if you, you're you picking up a one kilo weight and you're doing like 30, 40 bicep curls, you know, yeah. that's great that you can do that, but you would be probably better off picking up three or four kilos and doing 10 really good quality reps out of that and feeling slightly fatigued at the end but thinking mm. okay I could maybe do one or two more reps but that's that's good and then I'm gonna gonna put those down I'm gonna have a rest and then I'm gonna repeat that again um yeah. it's the and isn't it just a great feeling I mean you know the way like you were saying you go in and like you see all the younger people in the gym but isn't it a great feeling sometimes do you ever like lift a really heavy weight or get on a machine after a bloke and be like oh, I have to hire this up like you just <laughs> feel amazing really small I go I walk around thinking I wonder if people realize that I'm nearly 50 and I am such a bad <laughs> <laughs> you need to get it on a t-shirt 
<laughs> I actually have a client and she has grandkids and she sent me a picture the other day and she was um deadlifting 50 kg and I was like can you imagine your grandkids can say my nanny deadlifts 50 kg yeah. like that yeah. is brilliant isn't yeah, it? it is it is cool I think yeah people underestimate the like how it actually makes you feel and that achievement yeah. of like doing a little bit more than what you did before and it's not always going to happen every week no you know, like it, that that is the thing that you have to remember like don't expect to be able to increase the weights every single week but if you can you might go in and do the same program as what you did the week before and there might be some things that you do progress at and there might be some things that you don't it depends on what you're doing I mean there you have to think about how your body performs and what muscles you're using. So if you were to do like a shoulder press, it's a much smaller muscle group on yeah. top of your shoulders. So you might only be able to like increase that every couple of weeks. I know that I find that my shoulders are like quite weak, but if then you're, you're doing something like a squat or a deadlift where you're using a large muscle group, like pretty much all the muscles in your leg, legs and your back as well. Um, you might be able to increase that like maybe a kilo every week if you can uh, yeah. or like half a kilo or whatever or some weeks you might be able to go more some weeks you might stay the same um so you need to to keep that in mind with the uh progressive overload and that reminds me another thing is the key to resist it to resistance and weightlifting is doing the same thing over and over again as erin would say rinse and repeat because yeah. that is another thing that we come again, you know, you get you come against people like, well, I'm bored. I don't like why why can't I do something different every single week? You know, I used to do hit workouts and like that I used to do something different all the time. Why can't I do that when I'm training, weight training? Yeah, yeah, it is. It like it's it like like you were saying, Aaron said, it is just rinse and repeat. And but it's the if you do the basics well they walk, they, they do walk. And I mean, it's just, and everyone has to start somewhere. I was just thinking there, but you're saying like adding a bit on. And I remember my, um, even when I was doing my assessment for my PT course and they just automatically had a bar set up with 40 kg for a squat. And I was like, I'm going to have to pull that back a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now that's, that's not a bother. Like, so it just remember as well, everyone, everyone starts somewhere. So if you go in and you're just doing squats with an empty bar, that's fine. Don't expect to go in and be able to just load up a bar. If you're going no. in and you're just doing squats with a kettlebell, that's mm. fine. Everyone is starting somewhere. And anyone that's in that gym that is lifting heavy weights have been where you are. They didn't, they weren't born being able to lift that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think like, yeah, saying about doing the same thing repeatedly, it, you know that is going to get you the best results if you keep yeah. chopping and changing your program every week you're going to find it really hard to progress at all yeah. and get the results you want which is if it is to be toned to get stronger because your body isn't doesn't have a chance to adapt and grow if you keep doing different things all the time because it'll start to to do that and then you'll be like okay well I'm not going to do that anymore I'm going to do something else uh, you know so if you keep on doing that same thing for you know a good a minimum of eight weeks do the same program and then you're gonna see progress so if you started off doing bicep curls and you were doing two kilos and at the end of the week you at end of the eight weeks you get to it and you can do 
four kilos you've doubled that yeah doubled your, so you clearly you have made progress and your strength has increased because you can now lift more and you'll never know what's working that's that's what I mm. say to people as well who want to change their program change calories everything all the time it's you'll never know what's working if you if you're not giving something a chance like you said for at least eight weeks how are you going to know what's working and what's not if you if you say let's say you change to every week for eight weeks and then you get to the end of eight weeks and you're like I made no progress mm. well how are we going to know which week would have worked for you if you had have continued it for mm. eight weeks and I don't know do you want to mention protein a bit I suppose yeah <laughs> we left it because that's important like it's important factor to go with the weight training and I think mm. it's another thing women are afraid of is getting bulky by drinking protein shakes or eating too much protein mm. I think that's that stems from bodybuilding really doesn't it it's because yeah. it's like because you don't have the knowledge and you you know you've been brought up in a world where you see big bulky men and it's what they do for their living they are bodybuilders um yeah this isn't what you want to be you're a different gender for starters as a woman uh our bodies work in different way to what men do uh, and your aim isn't to become a bodybuilder you just want to get stronger fitter and more toned which is you know becoming like more curvier and accentuating the, the parts of your body that you want to you want to have a pertier bum or you know slightly definite a bit of definition in your shoulders or whatever and protein you know is a very big part of building muscle because it is one of the main building blocks in yeah. in, in muscle repair and growth so most of us if you don't know what your eating as in you're not tracking your food on average a lot most people don't eat much more than about 40 or 50 grams of protein yeah. a day because you're just not conscious of it you don't probably don't think am i having protein every meal because you yeah. probably won't you'll probably have cereal for breakfast maybe mm. i don't know a sam- a sandwich ham- sandwich or something for, which will have some protein in it but it will be minimal um, yeah. and then something for your dinner which might not be protein it might not have much in it again at all um mm. so i think it's just being consciously aware that 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 won't make you bulky either you. yeah yeah but it can help you as well and obviously it fills you up so it helps you in your fat loss journey as well yeah definitely and it's just that with the resistance training isn't going to have you looking like the rock or whatever um especially i know i just get a bit of pushback especially with the protein shakes whatever about increasing protein with food but protein shakes are grand and they're a handy one to have and i would recommend if anyone listened to this after the science they're going to take away training which i hope they do a protein shake a day there is no harm um again it won't make you bulky it's not i think some people even nearly see it like steroids <laughs> yeah and... but it's, it's not it's it's the it's what was it a byproduct of milk yeah yeah it's like it's not like filtered it's... milk isn't it I yeah yeah it. so exactly it's not it like it's some people think of it's like it's an anabolic steroid <laughs> almost like you know i can't buy it on the black market <laughs> yeah yeah it's like no it's really because and it, i'm sure that it stems from from the original you know of like bodybuilders and and it was like men were the only ones that lifted weights and these yeah. 
big guys that you used to see like Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff so it's like yeah but yeah. it's not and, and you know protein and the protein mar- supplement market has changed enormously yeah. enormously in the last especially in the last I reckon 10 years um so there is something out there you know you you might be a vegetarian or a vegan or you might you know you yeah, might have tummy tolerant. problems or whatever mm. so but there are lots of different options out there there's not just the one option that you have to go for with protein yeah yeah definitely there's definitely much more even I, I love the the clear way it's just basically even like a juice drink because mm. so it's not that milky yeah if you don't protein get like, shake texture thing. yeah 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 so uh yeah so there's lots of things to think about there so obviously obviously having a structure a structured plan is going to help you knowing what you're doing um researching it beforehand uh you know if you've got um if you're not sure what you're doing um you know get yourself a coach if that is really what you want to progress having a coach in some shape or form is going to give you the best advantage that you can have because you're not going to have the knowledge of like the thing that I found, and I mean, like, I'm a coach myself, um, even doing my own programs, it's just like, you're sometimes like, oh, my God. And that's why I hired myself a coach, because I yeah. just take You just want someone to tell you what to do. Yeah, and when to do it. How's it right? This is what I want to yeah. do. You set me a plan so that, like, I can reach you're my not, goal. You're not walking into a gym second guessing, oh, will I do this? Will I do that? It's having a structured plan to follow and... Again, just looking at the long game, you know, I really, I really think that's, I mean, the long game as in, in a few months, maybe achieving that tone, look you're after, and then even longer than that, your quality mm. of life and length of life yeah, as, yeah. as you age. Yeah. Um. So what, Um. oh, and another thing, which is really, really important that we need to talk about is resting yeah, because a lot of people don't like to do this. They don't want to rest in between sets because they see it as uh, a waste of time. What's the mm. point? Um, they mm. want to get through their workout as quick as possible. Um, so resting between sets and also resting in general, i.e. not working out like seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, before we were doing this, I was trying to think, is there any cons of weight training and the only one I could think of was people who overtrain because mm. that is a recipe for a disaster and injury and just fatigue and like if you if, if you're not letting your muscles recover they won't grow either they need the the time to rest and repair mm. to grow yeah and like yeah. it's just injuries that can happen from from overtraining is Hi. Yeah, and if you're experienced, if you're not experienced in the gym, and then you kind of like another thing that can happen is is that you go in too hard too soon. Um, you don't allow your body to recover. That you can experience DOMS. Pretty, I mean, I mean, some people get them really bad if they yeah. think like, okay, I'm gonna go hell for leather. Uh, like this is my mission now, and like with within 48 hours, 72 hours, they literally like can't walk. can't walk because they've gone in too hard uh, too soon and then they've re- experienced DOMS, which if you don't know what that means, it's delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, 
which is what happens when you train. It creates tiny little tears in your muscle. Not that you can, I mean, they're like tiny microscopic tears, not like like literal big tears. Um, <laughs> and then your muscles have to repair. And this is the process that they go through every time you train through progressive overload. But if you go in too hard or you're, you're do, say if you're, you might change your, your training program or you might have been off ill or sick or something or not trained for a few weeks and then you go back in the gym and you go quite hard because you're like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. And then the next day you're like, oh, my God, I literally like I can't sit down on the toilet. My legs are in that much pain. Um, that's not good either. You need to kind of like gauge it so that that if you can help, it doesn't happen or not to a degree that you're literally in agony with it. Um, yeah. And I think. I think some people think it's a sign of a good workout. I have had people say to me, yeah. they're really disappointed if mm. they're not sore the next day. And that's not a sign of a good no. workout. No. Like, of, of course, if I mean, if you're brand new, you the, the next day or two, you will you should you will be a bit sore or you'll just feel it. You know, I know myself even now if I haven't done legs in a while and then I go back and I'm not sore, sore, but, but I can feel it. I know I've worked my legs and that's normal, but you don't need to be in agony to prove you really had a good workout. And you also don't need to leave the gym absolutely exhausted and feel like you've been hit by a bus to prove you have a good workout. I remember years ago being in a class and I just don't generally sweat that much because I'm always cold so it's kind of hard to sweat when you're always cold but um a PT teaching the class said to me um oh, if you're not sweating enough you're not pushing enough and I was like I am like I really am I just yeah. don't sweat that much so that's not an, another one that's not an indicator that you had a good workout you don't need to be sweating you don't need to be sore you don't need to be exhausted it'll actually probably make you dislike it yeah 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 you don't need to be crawling out the gym on your hands and knees <laughs> it's kind of like that going to that people believe that you have to go to failure to every yeah it's not the most um the most i'm trying to think of the word now um constructive is that a word it's yeah. not the most effective way of getting the best out of your workouts. Because like you say, if you end up being that sore, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not going to train for the next couple of days. So if you were going to mm. do like, you know, train on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, but you get to Wednesday and you're still in that much agony, you know that you can't go and train, then yeah. you've defeated the whole job object of like training because you want to do it consistently with, a, you know, with a day's rest in between if you want, uh, been at, which gives you time to recover, which gives you time to go back in the gym. But if you've beasted yourself that much on the Monday that you can't go and train on the Wednesday, then it's an eff- not an effective workout. Yeah. And it then, I mean, even though walking is great if you have dams, but a lot of people, when they get that bad, they won't even walk. They don't even want to get up off the sofa. So your need is going down. And if you had mm. a fat loss goal along with this weight training, everything gets thrown to the side then yeah and obviously you're also like you said susceptible more to injury if you're like continually trying to like weight train at such a high intensity a high level the whole time the chances are at some point you're going to injure yourself because you're not being conscious of what you're doing and making sure that your form is on point as much as it can be um 
and doing the movements with control um, and form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Uh, so I think we've covered quite a lot there in the... Um, yeah, we did. ...in the training. So obviously, mm. as a woman, um, and in fact, anybody... You know, resistance weight training is really beneficial, um, not only for health benefits, but to make you feel better, to make you feel like a badass. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so any other tips that you wanted to add, uh, Hazel? Not that I can think of. Just mainly the one is everyone seems to think it's too late for them. Like, if you've got start now, start today. Everyone started somewhere and look at the long game yeah cool awesome um, and if anybody wants any help with getting in the gym and getting training then uh, i'm sure you can drop either me or hazel a message a dm and we can give you a few more tips if you want uh yeah, 100 cool all right no well, thanks for coming along today um and i shall catch up with you soon bye cheers